grab a cocktail with us and welcome to the hot mess that is my life as a single makeup artist living in a college town in Florida. This is Kara's Lipstick Diary. Hey guys, we're back. Have you hit that subscribe button? You know you want to hit that subscribe button since we drop episodes now in two parts. You don't want to miss out. So hit that subscribe button. All right, you guys. So today we have a guest who's going to tell us all about the O shot and the P shot and like why these are kind of fabulous, but we need a drink beforehand. So we're going to make a sort of fancy Moscow mule. Like Moscow mules are my favorite. And like, I haven't made them since like season one. So we're going to do like a blood orange Moscow mule this time. So I don't actually pay attention to the measurements when I make a Moscow mule. That's kind of the fun of the Moscow mule. So today I'm going to use a, um, grapefruit rosé vodka, and I'm just going to pour some in because like, I don't know. That's how I roll. I have no idea how much I put in there. Hopefully it's enough. Then we're going to put some of this blood orange ginger beer. And then I'm going to squeeze in some lime because, well, lime is like really important in cocktails. And I'm sorry, we're not going to use that like bottled crap. Like it's got to be fresh. That's the only way I do this. So some lime in there, some extra lime in case I need it later. And then we need a little bit of the glitter because like, you know, I don't do anything without glitter in my drinks. That's the way we roll. All right, you guys, sit back. Let's talk about the O-Shot. All right, you guys, I am so excited. We have Wendy Wakes here today, and she's going to talk about something that literally before I had even launched the show, I had people stopping me at Starbucks saying they wanted an episode about this subject. And I'm excited that finally, finally, season three, we're going to discuss it. So, Wendy, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And I cannot wait to talk about the O shot, the P shot, all of this stuff and how amazing it can make one sex life and other things. So thank you for coming on the show. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about it. Fantastic. So, okay. We were talking a little while I was doing your makeup and discussing a little bit about what these things are. Uh, what is the O shot? Um, what does this thing do? So the O shot stands for orgasm shot. Oh, hey, we know that's <laughs> one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> um, it's a trademark procedure and trademark name. Um, Dr. Charles Reynolds actually is the inventor of the O shot and the P shot. So O shots for females, P shots for males. Got it. Um, and it helps with sexual function. So um, what uh, the O shot does is it improves uh, lubrication. Very important, especially as we age, we tend to lose some of that lubrication. Yes, and it also helps with sensitivity. Um, so therefore, uh, women tend to have better orgasms because the clitoris is more sensitive. We like that. We really like that. Yes. <laughs> and it also improves vaginal health. So, um, you know, we use uh, platelet-rich plasma or PRP, which comes from your own blood. Oh, that's... I had one, I was like, what the hell is this damn thing that we're, we're shooting ourselves up with? Um, so it actually comes from us. Your own body. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Okay, it's how all the hell does that happen? How, how are we doing this? I don't understand. Yeah, so um, uh, the procedure itself is um, very easy, but it, it does need to be done in a trained certified oh, I provider anyone near here that's not trained <laughs> so let me just get like, that get that out in yeah, the open no, no one's getting near this without being trained thank you so you need a, you definitely want a certified provider okay. to, to do these treatments and you want that provider using 
pretty much the top equipment. Right. You know, you don't want any uh, shortcuts in that no, department. No, not not when it comes to my vulva and my clit. No, no, no shortcuts. No, <laughs> no shortcuts. <laughs> so we um, bring the woman in and um, draw their blood. Okay. So we use special equipment that, like I said, is designed to make what's called PRP or platelet-rich plasma. Okay. And PRP, I'll just explain what that is real quickly. Like, I don't know. She's saying random letters at us. I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let me just explain what that is because we use it for all kinds of things yeah. um, in the regenerative space. So it uh, platelets are contained in the blood. Okay. Platelets are the things that when you cut yourself or you have an injury, the platelets go to that area of injury and try to heal it. Okay. So it creates new collagen, new blood flow. It will um, uh, actually antimicrobial, so it like try to get rid of bacteria. So it's a wound healer, basically. Okay. Um, so when you cut yourself, you know that's what that's what helps make it heal. Heal. So imagine that concept, and then you concentrate those platelets like seven times above normal. Oh, so wow. you get super concentrated platelets that create natural healing. Oh. Is Holy cow. So that's basically the science behind it. Okay. Um, and so the procedure is that you would come in, we would draw the blood just like a regular blood draw, but right. we use sterile equipment. Yeah. And then I have a special machine in the office. It's called a centrifuge. And that centrifuge um, is what spins those uh, platelets sort down. Sort of like they show on CSI, right? Like yeah. that type of thing. That's the only reason I know that, that word is I watch a lot of crime TV, y'all. Yes. <laughs> so we spin it right there in the room with the patient, which is pretty cool. So they get to be a they part of the whole it, process. And yep. And they know it's their it's blood. It's their blood, not some <laughs> random ass person's blood given back to them. Yeah. Exactly. That's really important. Yeah. Super important. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So we show them the whole process while we're doing it and we pull off the platelets and then um, we put topical numbing on. So, okay. I was going to say, I was like, where is this being then reinserted into our bodies and how badly does this hurt? Exactly. And I think that's a lot of, uh, concern for yeah. many people about these procedures, but the topical numbing that we use is a prescription strength okay. from West lab pharmacy. Okay. So local, um, and it works amazing. Like you don't feel anything with oh, the treatment. That's fantastic. Cause let me tell you, no one warned me when I had an IUD put in how badly that was going to hurt. There was no warning. There was no numbing. There was no nothing. So I was a little concerned with this. I was like, is it going to hurt like that? Because that hurt like a motherfucker, y'all. Um, so no numbed down, no pain. And That's then fantastic. we also have laughing gas. Which... Oh, hey, that makes it even more fun. <laughs> so, yeah, you get to have a lot of fun. Um, and the laughing gas, it is um, really great because it just helps relax people. Yeah. Because, you know, well, you're nervous. you're going to be tense. I mean, yeah. as it is, most of the time, if we're going in just for, like, you know, a pap smear, we tense up. And then it makes things more uncomfortable, harder for the provider to, you know, actually do what they're supposed to do. So relaxing during that process would be a fabulous thing. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I have used it for IUD yeah. insertions as well. Oh, and God, I wish I had had that. I know. Ooh, Everybody I, should have that. Ooh, ooh, it was bad. <laughs> so basically, the person's just relaxed, breathing the gas, and the they're all numb yeah. anyway, so. and um, then I um, do an injection. First, uh, I do what's called a clitoral block, okay. which with a little bit of numbing medication, I do numb the clitoris because that's probably... Oh, that's a sensitive spot, yeah. That's a sensitive spot, and yeah. you want it to be numb when you yeah. do this procedure. I've had it done where it wasn't that numb, oh. and Ooh. yeah, ah. it will take you off the table if it's yeah. not done right. Yeah, yeah. 
So mm. the clitoral block's really important. Yeah. And then after that, we do one injection, um, like in the G-spot area. Okay. And uh, so that's what does Yeah, because I was like, help. is it going in the G-spot? Is it going in the clit? Is it going some random other place? So, so it goes both G-spot and, and clit. Clitoris. Yep. That's fantastic. So, you know, the whole procedure, the person's there for about an hour and a half at the most. Okay. Uh, but the actual injection process maybe takes five minutes or less. Fascinating. So it's really quick. And then is what is like the recovery time for this? So I would say everybody's a little bit different, but that um, I always warn my females yeah. that they might have some feelings like a UTI afterwards. Okay. I mean, a little bit that of... That little pressure where you feel like you're, you, you might have to go. be... Yeah. And a little burny. So okay. we do activate the platelets. <clears throat> and when we do that, I think that's what kind of makes that sensation. sensation. Um, but I've had some females, I would say 25% of them, they don't feel anything. So that's great. That's amazing. Doesn't mean it's not working. Right. Everybody's it just, yeah. just different. Everybody, well, and everyone has a different sensitivity, pain, all of that. I mean, I know... You know, I go to my massage therapist and she's like shoving her elbow in with her entire body in my back. And I'm like, I can't feel it. And other people will be jumping off the table. So we all react differently to these different things. Right. I um, tell them it's completely normal. Yeah. If they get it, they can uh, use an ice pack, a couple glasses of wine. Yeah. <laughs> the wine is always helpful as I like drink my Moscow mule over here. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit, you know, and it's always gone by the next day. So that would be the only reason well, that somebody wouldn't want to maybe have relations that Right, I was going to say, I was like, are you fucking that day or do you have to wait? Like, <laughs> I think it depends on the person. Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to want to test it out, but. Yeah. <laughs> depends on the person. Um, but definitely um, the actual results of the treatment take probably anywhere from three to 12 weeks okay. to notice benefit. So, you know, I think having a procedure done down there yeah. kind of gets you kind of in the mood oh, anyway. heck yeah, right? <laughs> All those little things make you want to have a little more fun. <laughs> yeah. So I, I wouldn't say that it's always the treatment that works immediately, but um, I think do people do notice benefit well, almost immediately. It's also the psychological of knowing that it's just going to keep getting better. So how long does one of these treatments last? That's a great question. Um, so we also use this treatment for incontinence, which okay. I'll talk next about. Yeah. But I would say typically we say about a year. Okay. So yeah, and incontinence, you know, we, we did the episode on pelvic floor health and how as women suddenly, I mean, I thought because I hadn't had kids, I was safe, that I wasn't going to start peeing on myself. But unfortunately, this 40-year-old something, I'm 40-something, um, now that is something that I deal with. Like you unexpectedly, like, think you've peed, you stand up and suddenly you're peeing some more or, you know, other things. Um, you know, I've known women who laugh and all of a sudden they're peeing. Um, this is an issue that as women we deal with a lot. So how does this affect that? Yeah, it's a really awesome procedure because the surgical treatment for urinary stress incontinence so i'll just educate yeah. you real quickly yeah because i'm like i don't know any of the info on there's, this there's two types of incontinence for females one is called stress incontinence and that's what is most common cough laugh sneeze yeah. jumping jacks running yeah. all of a sudden you're dripping and you're like huh that's yeah. not what i expected so if you're having to wear a pad when you work out then this treatment is for you fantastic um, and then uh, the other type of incontinence is more urgent incontinence, um, or overactive bladder where, you know, you got to go, it's a neurosensory problem. Okay. Uh, but the stress incontinence is more of a physical problem. Yeah. <clears throat> and that is where the urethra is a little, what we call hypermobile. So it jumps around, right? 
So when I you're didn't jumping, know my Aretha could jump around. Yes. Oh well, that's entertaining. <laughs> um, so what we call it, it will kind of wiggle or move yeah. when you jump, do jumping jacks or whatever it is, squats. Yeah. Um, and so the surgical treatment for that is called a TVT, uh, transvaginal tape, and that's with like a mesh. Oh, and that sounds like fun. It's a it's an operation. You're put to sleep. Uh, they basically <clears throat> make an incision at the top of the vagina and they put these giant meat hook um, uh, instruments. Well, this sounds really terrifying. Yeah, meats, they, they look like meat hooks. I'm not oh kidding. Oh my God. Uh, with the tape I on would it. rather a shot to help with this than meat hooks in my vagina. Yeah, so. Just saying, just and saying. And then they put this tape and they bring it out through the, the um, top of the pelvis and then, yeah, it can get too oh tight. God. Oh God. Huh, and this is terrifying sounding. <laughs> I don't want that. I don't want that ever. <laughs> so people don't realize that. They're like, oh, you know, you're a surgery to, to treat incontinence. And I really tell people that you should try this first. Yeah. Because number this one, it's seems, natural. Right. And no it's far less invasive. Yeah. And you don't have a foreign piece of tape in your body. Um, and Which, so, knowing me, I'd be the one who'd have some sort of allergic reaction to the foreign piece of tape in my body. That would be really fun. It can oh, also God. erode through the vaginal wall. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh, no, no, no. I would much rather a shot. Can I please have a shot of my own, like, blood stuff going back in me? Do you like how I call it blood stuff? Like, I, yeah. I clearly know what I'm talking about. PRP. Yeah, PRP. PRP. I want that back in me. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah. So, the surgery I wouldn't recommend uh, as a starting yeah. point. It may be something that somebody needs to down the road, but try this first. Try this first, y'all. Try this first. So what it does is it makes like a natural sling okay. under the urethra, the PRP does, because yeah. remember, it's like a wound healer. Right. And um, and it's about 80% effective. That's so amazing. those females tend to get the, the treatment maybe every six months. Okay. You know, it depends on depends what you on can how. afford. <laughs> yeah, well, that too, y'all. None of this shit is cheap. Um, okay, so we know that it's going to help with your orgasm. It's going to help with incontinence. Um, those are major things. What are, are there any other benefits to getting something like this? Um, there has been some, some research in interstitial cystitis, which is, what the hell is that? <laughs> she just said a really big word y'all. I don't know what she's talking about. Okay. We can shorten it for I see. <laughs> um, but it's those females that constantly feel like they have a urinary tract infection, yeah. but they go to the doctor and, and they there's don't, nothing there. Right. Which by the way, Urinary tract infections, if you haven't had one, are the most miserable things in the entire world. They make, I become like the angriest human on the planet. So if I felt like I had that all the time, oh, Molly, bar the door. No one would want to be around me like ever because it's miserable. It's an absolutely miserable feeling. If I had that all the time, I would literally go insane. Yeah. So they, there is some data um, to say that it can help with that. Uh, clitoral enlargement. So, you know... Okay, my clit got enlarged accidentally using a toy too much. That was actually a little, un it got too big. Yeah. It was a problem. Well, I wouldn't say that it really grows that much Okay, in size. I was going to say, I was like, please tell me it doesn't get that big, because that was really bad. But, you know, some women, especially 30-year-olds, yeah. will almost um, be hyper-sexual. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that, I have had that... Um, concern with some <laughs> some females <clears throat> that uh yeah they had to take their vibrator everywhere yeah. they went. <laughs> I, I understand i mean y'all know how many sex toy reviews we do on here <laughs> what happened 
Why did we stop the episode? Well, you know how it goes now. Season three, we're releasing in two parts. So make sure you hit that subscribe button and find out when the next episode is dropping. It should be in like, oh yeah, in a week. So make sure you hit the subscribe button and I'll see you in a week.